Hey everybody, what's happening? Welcome to the NFL Week 11 Prediction Show on the All Sports Podcast. As always, I am your host Juan Rodriguez. You but people usually call me JR. And before we get started, let's uh, do a couple promos here. So let's start with Eposki. They are a custom cup company. Uh, they can find them on Instagram and they ship nationwide. So if you guys have a cool cup idea that maybe you guys want to give for the holidays... Or maybe you just want a cup of your own for whatever reason. Eposki is the way to go. You message them. They'll give you rates, prices. They'll help you with design. And they'll help you every step of the way. That is Eposky. E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. Next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is an amazing t-shirt designer. So if you guys have a t-shirt idea that you guys might want to do for the holidays that are coming up here pretty soon... Um, family reunions, parties, or just a you know sports custom T-shirt, custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. She also ships nationwide as well. So message her for rates, prices, and she'll help you every step of the way for your idea. Next up, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale and they work with fifty leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional, and hard money loans. They also help people refinance their homes. You can find them on Facebook under the Andrew Caseta Home Mortgage Group. And if you guys have any questions, you can email my good friend, Avalos at PEMTG.com. That is J-A-V-A-L-O-S at P-E-M-T-G.com. Lastly, if you're in the Roland Heights area of California, Happy Hippie Massage. You can find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. So if you message her for rates, prices, you know, advice on how to get your body right, how to get your mind right. Happy Hippie Massage. So as I mentioned yesterday, we're going to be doing two shows today. The first one is the uh, prediction show for week 11. Uh, later on, we will do a recap of the NBA draft on who I believe had a good draft, who nailed it, and who probably set themselves back up for failure. So it's gonna so far so good. The NBA draft's going pretty good, but we'll get more into that later. As of right now, it is prediction week as we do every Wednesday here for all the NFL games. So uh, let's get to it, and we're gonna waste no time. Tomorrow, Thursday night football. The battle for first place in the NFC West. We got the Arizona Cardinals, who uh, did a miraculous uh, win over Buffalo. They had to come back, and they had to do a Hail Mary to win, but they came back and won. Going up against Seattle, who has now looked like an average team. They don't look like the you know, godsend team from the uh, beginning of the year. Now they look like a normal team that could be beaten. And uh, really what it's going to come down to is uh, which defense kind of wants it more. Um both defenses are not that good, and the offenses can score. You know, the running game right now for uh, Seattle's kind of banged up while Arizona's still working on theirs, but they have the mobility of Kyler Murray to help them out in the run game. Russell Wilson can do the same, but you really don't want him scrambling for, you know, purposes of you trying to win the game. And this game's going to be exciting. It's for first place. Uh, you can't start off a better, you can't start off the week better than that. So for me, uh, this this was a tough one. I've been going through this back and forth all day. But I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks over the Arizona Cardinals. I just think Seattle will do enough, especially them being at home 
on a short week. So I think Seattle will get Arizona. Next up, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the Steelers are the hottest team in the NFL. They're 9-0. A lot of people are going to say, well, they haven't really beaten anybody. They barely got through Dallas, and they barely got through Tennessee, and a bunch of other teams. But let me ask you this. Would you want your team to be 9-0? Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I would love them. I would love my team to be 9-0, but that's not the case right now. And for the Jaguars, look, they're, they're going for the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. There's no secret about it now. The Gardner Minshew era is over. This Lawton kid, he's really not the answer. So they're really trying to get in the quarterback race between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. So that's what it's really going to come down to. And I think they're going to keep doing a good job. And how is that? Jaguars are going to lose to the Steelers. Give me the Steelers over the Jaguars. The Steelers are just too good defensively to let the Jaguars um, be uh, keeping it close in this game. I expect a blowout by the Steelers. So next up. We got the Lions over the Carolina Panthers. So Detroit won on a miraculous 59-yarder field goal last week against Washington. And Carolina was keeping toe-to-toe until the defense just, you know, Buccaneers defense just got after Carolina. And, you know, now Christian McCaffrey's out again. Uh, The extent of Teddy Bridgewater's injury, we don't know. Uh, We don't know if he's going to be comfortable enough to play. But the way I see it, I don't think it would really matter anyway. I think the Lions uh, scave by on this one. Give me the Lions over Carolina. I know uh, Matthew Stafford. I know the report came out today that there's an injury with his thumb, but I don't think for this week it's uh, with Carolina. I don't think really it matters. So give me the Lions over the Panthers. Next up, we got the Patriots over the Texans, who uh, the Patriots upset the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday Night Football. And then you got the Houston Texans just you know, going through the waves of the motion right now with all the more questions than answers for Houston right now. And the Patriots just, you know, beating Baltimore on Sunday night. Uh, look, I know both teams aren't doing fairly well this year, but the Texans just look way worse than New England. So give me the Patriots here over the Texans. Next up, we got the Titans over the Ravens, a rematch of the divisional round from last year. We all remember that one where Henry... Kind of stiffed arm Earl Thomas and made him look like a lead blocker for him. Well, Earl Thomas isn't there. So he doesn't have to worry about getting embarrassed this week. And Tennessee, uh, they kind of blew it last Thursday night. They kind of blew it against the Colts where they kind of wanted to take a commanding lead in that division. But now they're tied with Indianapolis for first. And it it's going to be a brawl between the Colts and the Titans here on out for the division. So in this case... Man, both teams, 6-3. and three. This is another tough one. But I think I have more faith in the pat because both defenses are kind of sputtering in the wrong direction halfway through the season already. And I like the t- Titans passing game more than I do Baltimore. So give me the Titans over the Ravens. Uh, next up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Cleveland Browns. So this is interesting. The Eagles are three, uh, four and one, I believe, or three five. There's something like that. There's something weird like that, and they're the division leaders. The Browns are six and three, and they're pushing for a wild card uh, spot. So whether the Eagles win or lose, it doesn't really matter. Nobody wants to win that division, but 
give me the Browns over the Eagles, and that's really going to be a close game. So I'll, I'll take the Browns over the Eagles. Next up, we got the Falcons over the Saints versus the Saints. I'm sorry about that. Um, so as we all know, Teddy or Drew Brees is out. He got uh, kind of binged up on the last week's game. And Atlanta, they're just trying to find every way to kind of show that Raheem Morris should deserve a head coaching job for Atlanta. He's fighting for that. So Atlanta's not playing for nothing. You know, the interim head coach is trying to play for, uh, you know, for a head coaching job next year. So it's going to be weird because now Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback for the Saints this week. And we all remember what he was with Tampa Bay. And that was with a lot of talent. The Saints have talent too, but nothing like what Tampa Bay has because Tampa Bay still has the same roster from last year. Granted, a couple additions like Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, but Ronald Jones was still there. Goodwin was there. Mike Evans was there. That offensive line was okay. So, and the defense was still top 10. The problem with the Buccaneers was Jameis Winston kept turning the ball over, and it was just bad news for the Bucs. So, I have no faith in Jameis Winston. I really don't. I think uh, there's a reason why Tampa Bay replaced Jameis with a 42-year-old quarterback. There, there's a reason why he's now a backup. Uh, give me the Falcons over the New Orleans Saints. Next up, we got the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the uh, Washington football team. So these two teams, uh, kind of a bad year. It's going to be a bad time you know, for both of them right now. They're just really going through the motions like the Texans, but this game's going to be interesting, I believe. You have two former number one overall picks and Joe Burrow and Alex Smith going head-to-head this week. Uh, Joe Mixon's out, so that kind of brings a bummer to the running game for Cincinnati, but they have a good receiver core. Uh, Both defenses really, they really don't entice me at all. But if I was going to pick, I'm going to go with Washington over Cincinnati. Give me the, give me Washington over Cincinnati in this one. Next up, we got the 0-9 Jets going up against the Los Angeles Chargers. So this game is actually going to be a game I'm going to be looking forward to. Uh, the reason is I know people are going to look at the record and say, why? They both stink. Yes, they do. But, <laughs> but hear me out on this, guys. The Jets are 0-9. Should they win a game, Jacksonville goes automatically to number one, and now Trevor Lawrence looks like he's heading to Jacksonville instead of the Big Apple. The Chargers are a team that always find a way to lose. They always somehow find a way to lose. Even when they think they won the game, they still lose. (laughs) That's the Chargers in a nutshell for the last few seasons. The Jets are 0-9, but somehow the Jets are the team that I know that will win at the wrong time and the Chargers are a team that just loses at the wrong time. <sighs> so I'm I'm very intrigued on how this one's going to go. I'm going to go with the Chargers here. I'm going to go with the Chargers, but I would not be surprised if the Jets beat the Chargers. Like that would that would just be the ultimate. Like that would just be a god gift for this season. Next up, we got the Dolphins versus the Broncos. So the Dolphins are now on a three-game winning streak and one game out of the division. So a lot of people are not clearly not looking into this as a whole. I'm going to repeat myself. The Dolphins are one game out of the division over the Buffalo Bills. Uh, 
the Bills are kind of going in the downward uh, trend. The Miami Dolphins are going up in an upward trend. And they have a way better defense than Buffalo. Buff- what the Dol- defense of the Dolphins should be, should be in Buffalo. Buffalo should have a way better defensive pudding than they're showing right now. And yet the Dolphins are the ones showing that they have the better defense. The offense might, you know, Buffalo's offense might be a little better. But that Dolphins defense is pretty good. The whole unit, from special teams to defense, it's a pretty good unit. And as far as far as the Broncos go, look, they got embarrassed by the Las Vegas Raiders. They got embarrassed bad. That offense caused five turnovers for the Raiders. For a defense that doesn't normally... I think the Raiders defense had more turnovers in that game than they have all year. And the Broncos gave up that butt, man. They gave it up to the Raiders. They had no answer for anybody. Drew Locke got hurt. I don't think he's going to play. And I don't think it would have mattered much anyway. Full strength. Even at full strength with the Broncos, I'll still take the Dolphins. So give me the Dolphins over the Broncos on this one. So here we go. Next one. We got the Dallas Cowboys going up against the Minnesota Vikings. So Dallas coming off a bye. Hopefully that was enough time to recuperate and for them to, you know, get better. But I don't see it happening. Minnesota's kind of on an upward trend right now where they finally just won on Monday night. They're on a short week, but I don't think it's really going to matter because I don't think that defense is going to stop Dalvin Cook. I think this is going to be the game. I wouldn't doubt it to the point where Dalvin Cook has a big game this week and Kirk Cousins doesn't have to do anything. So there's not really much to talk about it. Minnesota's defense is better. The Vikings' offense is just a little better. And if it comes down to special teams, well, then we know who wins on that one. But overall, I don't think it's going to be any close. Give me the Vikings over the Cowboys. Next up, we got the Packers over the Colts. So the Packers just barely escaping a win from Jacksonville. They won 24-20. Kind of not the confidence booster that you would kind of want a team like the Packers who are supposed to be an elite NFC team just barely escaping by. And I get it, any given Sunday, but against the Jaguars? Nah, I don't think so. That was kind of a wake-up call for Green Bay. And as far as Indianapolis, look. Their defense is stout against the run. They have a good special teams unit. And the offense is starting to click little by little. One week it's Neam Himes. Next week it's Jonathan Taylor. And Pittman's back, the rookie wide receiver out of USC. He's back and he brings a whole versatility to the passing game with T.Y. Hill and in the game. So I know it's I know it's Aaron Rodgers. I know it's Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, you know, when he does play. But I think I've seen enough of the Packers' defense to where if it's close, they have a chance to lose. And for the Colts, if it's close, they have a better chance of winning. So I'm actually going to take the upset here. I'm going to go the Colts over the Green Bay Packers for that one. And then lastly, or a couple more, we got the Chiefs going up against the Raiders. So I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this whole week for the Chiefs-Raider game, I just want this to be over because they're both acting like a bunch of pansies. They they really are. Um, you have, you know, the Raiders circle. I guess there was a report that the Raiders circled the buses around the stadium at Arrowhead when they won, when they beat Kansas City for their only loss of the year at Kansas City. And then, you know, you have Travis Kelsey going on the show going, 
oh, well, that's not our thing, you know, we, we, we have much more pride than that, and, you know, that's what they have to do to feel good about themselves, and hey, let them do it, but we have so much pride, but yet, it was just like a couple weeks ago, they were doing the Ric Flair dance and the Swing Club dance against the Windless Jets, so both of these teams are acting like total pansies, and yeah, I said it, for all you Raider fan and Chiefs fans, you know, you get, your teams are acting like a bunch of pansies, okay, and today we just found out that the Raiders got hit with a bunch of COVID cases, Again, this is something to take serious, guys. I mean, I don't know how hard it is for these guys. You get paid to play a game, and you can't stay home. We're trying to have a season, so I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL does move this game or they just tell the Ravers you got to forfeit if you have nobody going for you. So either way, I think with the the whole thing of whether the Raiders were healthy or not, yeah, I got the Chiefs in a... Big blowout. I I think this is going to be the worst Sunday night football game this year. The Chiefs over the Raiders, big time. And then lastly for Monday night football, we got two good teams. The Rams versus the Buccaneers. The Rams, uh, look, they handled Seattle last week. I think it was six sacks, two turnovers. The Rams defense and the offense just did enough to win. And then the Buccaneers just exploded against Carolina. So this is sort of the thing with both of these teams. You know, the Buccaneers are a team that they look good. And then when they kind of meet their match, they kind of get overpowered a little bit. And then for the Rams, it's like, all right, are they serious or are they not serious? Because if Jared Goff goes cold, that, that whole team goes cold. If that offense is on it, then everybody's on it. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting Monday night matchup, but in other instances I would never go up against uh Aaron Donald because he's such a magnificent defensive player, but that's just one guy. And everybody else on the defense is just kinda not getting the job done. So I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers have enough to beat the Rams for Monday night football. And that's gonna do it for this one. Oh actually uh, teams on the bye, and thank you for the reminder, guys. Uh, we have four teams on the bye. We got the Buffalo Bills, who just, you know, kind of need that bye after that Hail Mary. Like, the Music City Miracle wasn't enough, but now they got the Fail Mary on their side where three defenders are on them, and DeAndre comes up with it. So they need the bye, and they got to hope that the Dolphins lose because if they if they beat the Broncos, then the Bills and Dolphins are going to be in a fist fight for the AFC East division. And with the Patriots, who knows? Maybe they could sneak in somewhere. Then the other team on another bye is the Bears. Uh, they need it. They started 5-1. and one. They made the quarterback change. It hasn't helped. Now they're 5-5. Five and five. So I mentioned this, I think it was Monday, where Khalil Mack is probably kicking himself right now because you get paid all the money in the world, but you have a horrible quarterback room. And they're going to be in... And the thing about it is they're too talented to maybe miss out on a top quarterback. We don't know yet because we don't know how the season's going to end. But right now, it's sort of looking bad for Chicago. They're looking at the outside end for a really good quarterback prospect, which they need, but yeah, because Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky are not the answer. So yeah, for the Bears, they need to regroup and they need to figure something out. Maybe they can get healthy over the bye week. Next up, we got the Giants who uh, did beat the Eagles. But it's just the Giants. They've won three out of the ten games so far, and it's kind of you guys playing a crappy division. So there's really nothing other than they did fire their offensive line coach today. They're going to bring somebody else in, and that's about it for the Giants. And for the 49ers, 
they need all the rest they can get. These guys went from Super Bowl favorites to uh, to we're seeing what we're going to look like next year. It doesn't look like Jimmy G and George Kittle are going to be coming back anytime soon, and the 49ers need this buy. They need this buy to for their sake, for their health's sake. So, yeah, other than that, that's going to be my predictions. I'm going to post them up a little bit later, so tell me where you think I'm wrong, where I'm right. What's stupid, what's great. But other than that, that's going to do it for me. And let's end this show with a couple promos. So first up, Eposky Custom Cups. You can find them on Instagram and they ship nationwide. So if you guys got a cool cup idea uh, to where, you know, maybe you want to get one for the holidays or maybe you want your own cup for around the house, uh, Eposky, message them for rates, prices, and they'll help you every step of the way. That is E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. E Posky, you find them on Instagram. Next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is an amazing T-shirt designer. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. She also ships nationwide. Um, so if you guys have a cool idea for a cool T-shirt, whether it's you know for a family reunion, a graduation, a party, or a sports T-shirt, Custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. Message her for rates, prices, and she'll help you every step of the way. That is Custom Lily Creations. Next up, we got Happy Hippie Massage. If you're in the Rolling Heights area, that is your one-stop shop for a quick fixer-upper for your body and mind. You can find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. Uh, so message her for rates, prices, the whole shebang, how to help you out improve your lifestyle. That is Happy Hippie Massage. Next up, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional, and hard money loans. They also help people refinance their homes. You can find them on Facebook under the Andrew Casado Home Mortgage Group. And if you guys have any questions, you can email my good friend Jay Avalos at PEMTG.com. That is J-A-V-A-L-O-S at PEMTG.com. And that's going to do it for this episode. We'll be back a little bit later. We're going to do a recap of the NBA draft. And yeah, I'll see you guys here in a couple hours. So I'll let you guys know who I thought won the draft, who did good on the draft, who did bad. And But it's always an exciting time. So I'll see you guys soon. Take care.